0: Outback Steakhouse, known for its American twist on Australian barbecue, has found an unlikely home, Brazil. The country generates a staggering 83% of Bloomin' Brands nearly $500 million in international sales. In the first half of 2023, Outback Brazil saw sales grow 61%, traffic increased by 42%, and the average check by 19.2% compared to the same time in 2022. Meanwhile, for the U.S. operations, those numbers were 3.9%, negative 5% and 8.9% respectively. Nearly half of its total international restaurants are located in Brazil. So it's, it's a little over ten percent of
1: their revenue uh, that, that we're forecasting in 2023 will will come
0: from Brazil. Thanks to Brazil's rising middle class and a food culture centered around beef, the brand has amassed a huge following, both on social media as well as in person.
1: Nossa noivado foi aqui no Outback, né? Foi só nós <laughs> dois, a gente veio para almoçar
0: bem, um almoço romântico legal. Muito acolhedor, muito aconchegante, a equipe muito simpática, muito prestativa. So how did an Australian-inspired steakhouse take over a country so famous for its local barbecue? Outback Brazil opened its doors in 1997, less than 10 years after its debut in the US. Australian barbecue, it's a new new experience And consumers. Valeu this kind of experience. space because it's a a, typical space of another culture. At the time, there were only 11 international Outbacks in Canada, Korea, Mexico, Philippines, and Aruba. By 2005, Blumen Brands under its former name, Outback Steakhouse Inc., had about 140 international stores, of which 12 were in Brazil. Quickly, the Latin American country proved to be crucial for the company's success. A year later, Outback Steakhouse, then called OSI Restaurant Partners, was acquired by private equity firm Bain Capital and Canada Management for $3.5 billion or over $40 a share, forming Bloomin Brands. The company went public in 2012, selling 16 million shares at $11 each. At that time, Brazil accounted for about fifth of Outback's international footprint. By 2017, that number had grown to 35% and sales to $377 million across 87 locations, a massive jump from 2013. However, in the years leading up to the pandemic, Blumen brand's overall sales remained stagnant, seeing little growth and some years even declining. At the start of 2020, reports started spreading that Blumen was divesting from the Brazil market, partly to streamline its operations and bolster margins.
1: The company started down the path of pursuing new ownership structures and potentially uh, finding a licensed partner um, that could operate the brand, and and it would allow them to extract some value and and monetize uh, the business while maintaining an ownership uh,
0: piece. Outback's operations in the country were estimated to be worth $472 million. However, those plans fell through. CNBC reached out to Bloomin Brands, but the company declined to participate. For Bloomin Brands, as with most restaurant chains, the pandemic hit hard with dropping revenues and tumbling stock prices. However, within a year, the Brazil segment had bounced back, and that return reflected in the company's stock.
1: Just to frame it, um, in the U.S., most casual diners, Our per store sales volumes are up 8 to 10%, call it give or take. If you look at their Brazilian
2: units, they are up in the mid-20s. Even with COVID and the economy recovering here, there's still a strong demand for these restaurant chains. U.S. exports of consumer-oriented products, which some of these products are going to these restaurant chains. This number has increased. It did not decrease during uh, COVID in 2020.
0: While a surprise to some, the American twist on Australian-inspired barbecue has worked well in the country well-known for its traditional barbecue culture. In the past decade, Brazil has witnessed a rise in purchasing power from an expanding middle class. The country is the largest consumer market in Latin America, with about 50 percent of its over 213 million population considered middle class, a group which spends considerably on dining out.
2: There's an increasing disposable income and in purchasing power of the middle class which allows them to spend more on eating out and there's a positive reputation and brand recognition of U.S. restaurant chains here, which are seen as trendsetters and providers of high quality services and products.
0: Initially starting in major cities like Sao Paulo and Rio de Janeiro, today Outback Brazil is all over the country. At the end of 2022, with 139 stores, the $405 million in sales accounted for about 16 percent of Outback's global sales. I think
1: I think they still have a concentration of stores, um, pretty high concentration that's in Sao Paulo and Rio. And so it would seem that there still is a, a unit growth opportunity. Obviously, those are the densest population centers there. But it does seem that there's still an opportunity in some underpenetrated penetrated areas uh,
0: within the country. Outback's success in Brazil isn't unique to just the American company. Over the years, the country's full service and quick service restaurant penetration has been prolific. While iconic American fast food brands like McDonald's, Burger King and Subway have a large presence in Brazil, they've struggled during high inflationary times. In a survey conducted by Mintel, a market research company, 35 percent of Brazilian respondents have used more promotional discounts in response to rising prices. That number jumped to 52 percent for quick service restaurants like McDonald's, up to 66 percent at American dine in restaurants like Outback, which offer things like Billabong Hour or half price drinks and bundle entree meals starting at just $20. But it's not just affordability driving locals to Outback in Brazil. There's also a shift amongst younger consumers to accommodate for a more modern lifestyle.
1: Talk about an energy that it's tapped into and sort of a chicness of the brand. And, um, you know, in certain ways, that's how Outback was in the early days here in the U.S., where they had very long lines in the 80s and 90s. Uh, back in the day
0: and Outback's footprint in Brazil is strategically placed in highly concentrated areas such as shopping malls, downtowns and city centers. Take its Sao Paulo location, home of the largest Outback Steakhouse in the world. Not only is it one of the most densely populated cities in the country, but it's also in the southeast region of Brazil, with some of the highest average earnings in the country, similar to Rio de Janeiro and Brasilia. While location and menu promotions play a critical role in Outback's hold in the Brazilian food zeitgeist, Another factor is the chain's theming. As local consumers have returned to dining out post pandemic, they're looking for new experiences like themed restaurants, which have a massive appeal nationwide. In South and Southeast Brazil, themed restaurants are highly sought after by younger consumers, such as university students.
2: When U.S. restaurant chains can create an atmosphere that keeps people um, engaged and wanting to stay within that environment, then they become successful because uh, that the, the people that are eating at those restaurants can enjoy the company of their families and friends.
0: Brazil's food service industry faces some challenges as it continues to recover from the pandemic and price hikes from inflation. In Q2 2023, same store sales at Outback Brazil jumped over 18 percent from the quarter of the year prior and traffic declined by 4 percent. Compared to its domestic counterpart, the U.S. saw a stark difference with little growth both in sales and traffic. As for its parent company Bloomin' Brands, it continues to see share prices recover from its pandemic lows of just over $4 a share to over $28 a share as of late August 2023. Share prices saw a rise earlier that month as activist investor Starboard Value, a company involved in turnarounds such as Papa John's and Darden restaurants, acquired about 9.9% of Bloomin' shares. You know, the stock has been somewhat range
1: bound and there's been different reasons for that. That pre-pandemic period it was one of you know, challenged same-store sales at times or inconsistent same-store sales at times, uh, a little bit below
0: average margin
1: profile as well.
0: Outback Brazil is vital to Bloomin brands. And with that, the question remains, is the chain diversified enough? 83% of Bloomin's international sales is from Brazil, and it's nearly half of its entire global footprint.
1: And there were also uh, moments in time where there would be local events, say in Brazil that caused disruption in the business and, and same source of sales volatility. It sort of had a, a, at times, it was a source of frustration. They, they rarely got credit or the benefit of when things were going well. So then when there would be one of these uh, disruptions or, or unexpected um, hit to the business, the stock would often respond uh, negatively to it.